Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the podcast where we drink cocktails and try to solve unsolved mysteries. Hello, hello, welcome. I'm Masood. As always with me is the fantastic Suze Kempner. Woo, democracy is saved. <laughs> and the awesome Chris Stokes. Or is it? That's what we'll be discussing tonight. <gasps> or is it? But is no, it is. We're joined it by definitely is. It definitely Chris Stokes. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely by, is. By parlor favorite Chris Stokes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome. Um, if you just joined us, we are in the uh, very, very, probably close to the end of our Hollywood oh, yeah. miniseries. Yeah, yeah. Today's the first one in the 80s. Oh, it's Ooh. the first one in the 80s of uh, the beginning of the end of the, the Hollywood series. Uh, a series where we're looking at true unsolved Hollywood mysteries. So, um, I've quite enjoyed this series. It's been yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, you think about the ground we've covered and it's like... I remember when it was a new idea we were excited about doing in a few weeks. Mm. Yeah. I know. And we've covered so much. We've we've covered nearly 60 years by the time this episode's done. Yeah. Now we have to think about what we're going to do next. Mm. Yeah. I think I'm. Should we do it again? Should we just do it again? (laughs) (laughs) Do Hollywood all again. Do more Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Mystery on the rocks. Oh, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Well, how have you? How are you guys? Firstly, obviously, uh, very excited about how the world is finally oh, not it's kind of like that I, yeah that idea of like going back into another lockdown in the uk has been tempered quite a bit by yes. world, world news mm. events over the last few days of course yeah. oh yeah it, i mean i feel happier i mean i've been we've been self-isolating unfortunately so i've been like oh, oh my yeah, god i'm gonna murder my family but then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> how much longer uh, have you got a, a oh, just a couple of days uh, when okay. this episode when this episode is out yeah when's cnn out. gonna call it masood <laughs> <laughs> what that's ridiculous who masood, masood, like keep counting no count the votes count, count the, the votes <laughs> what are we drinking firstly chris it's called a dalmatian it's a blended dog. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Where's it's Gizmo? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> sippy sip. It's vodka, freshly squeezed grapefruit juice, Ooh. and black pepper syrup. Oh. So it's got How do you make kit. black pepper syrup? Uh, you make simple syrup, but with peppercorns in it. And you wow. leave the, and you leave instead the, of instead of sugar or as well as no as well as okay. but you leave the peppercorns in while it cools because oh, it infuses so it, it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so that gives it a bit of bite, and I think the reason it's called a Dalmatian is because it's it's basically a greyhound but with black peppercorns. So it's sort of ah. like. Ah. I, I see, see. I see. That's very nice. I, I can imagine that. Being it's amazing. 
Yeah. It's amazing. If it's anything like the salty dog, which we tried on the show, which was salt instead of, just salt instead of peppercorn. But uh, I think it was similar ingredients. I seem to remember. Where, what was it? I think I, salty I, dog I, had... Salty dog was lovely. Yeah. But if it's anything like that, I mean, it sounds fucking lush. Mm. Oh, it's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, sal- salty dog was, oh, it was gin. Gin, grapefruit juice, lime juice, and malt yeah. and salt. <clears throat> what are you drinking, Suze? Oh, so what I've done is I've made a martini. Oh. Gin, drive a move. You know how it goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I've done that, but I've added a third ingredient, oh. Passoa. Oh, shit. How does it go? Yeah, it's good. Okay, it's... Mm, okay. Oh, it's really nice. Okay, Ooh. let You've me made an you. actual porn star martini. Mm. Oh, I guess I have, yeah, but that's vodka, isn't it? No, mm. a porn star martini is not a martini. What you've done is... Oh, that, oh you've yes, actually, I see yeah, what yeah, you yeah. mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get my vanilla essence and add some of that. Oh, vanilla <laughs> essence. My God. Okay, so I've added a dash of vanilla essence now, and uh, I'm going to taste this. This is the first drink I've had since the election. Just really? kidding. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, I'm pretty sure oh. you left You left us a bunch of drunk messages on the Yeah, day. I, I probably did. What are you drinking, Masood? Wild Rose, which is something we've had on the show before. Yeah, we had um, it with Rosie Holt. With Rosie we? Holt. So it's a gin and dry vermouth, sweet vermouth, and orange bitters and Angostura bitters. It's quite nice. Ooh, very nice. Being quite nice. And it's quite nice so far. So, Chris, what do you have for us uh, this lovely, fine day? First case of the 80s, it is the Wonderland murders. Oh, Looks like someone's yeah. got a case of the 80s. <laughs> uh, sometimes known as the Four on the Floor murders, sometimes known mm. as the Laurel Canyon murders. Okay. This is going to be pretty cool. Mm. I've seen Boogie Nights. It, well, yeah, Boogie Nights is kind of... Uh, the, the, yeah, don't they cover something similar obviously a fictionalized version of it they don't call it the wonderland um, murders yeah in Boogie Nights, the ending they? like the the, the lengthy <clears throat> ending of lengthy uh, hello ending of boogie nights is very um wonderland murders mm. yeah well someone gets their dick out is that the <laughs> <laughs> top notes are four people were murdered one person seriously seriously injured mm. Mm. And there's many theories about why the murders happened, why these people were the ones that were targeted, and what could have led up to it. The crime scene, uh, according to the LAPD detectives, the detectives on record are saying the crime scene was bloodier and more gruesome than the Tate, the Sharon Tate murder. Holy shit. That's a poor call. So that was well, that, isn't they it? literally written, wrote in people's blood on that one. Yeah. Well, the one that mm. the so when I said that like four people, four people mm. were murdered. One of them was severely injured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The it, she ended up making a recovery, but fucking hell, the injuries that she sustained, like right. absolutely. Oh, yeah. So uh, her name was Susan Lornius. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into who everybody was as we go on, but like Susan Lornius was the was the sole survivor of the Wonderland murders. Shit, that's uh, a gruesome thing to be as well. The survivor's guilt must be insane. Yeah, well, she can't remember it because her injuries were so severe. Mm. She was found. Mm, he, she was on the floor uh, while her husband was found beaten to death on the bed. Um, mm. She had severe brain damage. She was left with permanent amnesia, and she had to have part of her skull surgically removed. Jeez. What? That's, That's how bad crazy. the attack was. Yeah, uh, I imagine then replaced with like titanium. Or something, hope so. like, I hope they're not hotel doctors dealing with this. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Check out some of the skull. Titanium. 
the so the, the the people that ended up dead were Barbara mm. Richardson, Ron Launius, Joy Miller, Billy De, De Verrill, and Susan Launius, who was Ron's wife. Uh, she survived. Mm. A few more people were actually targeted among them, but they weren't there, so they managed to they 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 weren't gotcha. they weren't even there. Uh, right. So mm-hmm. at 3 a.m. on July the 1st, 1981, no one knows how many or who they were, but a number of people entered a townhouse on Wonderland Avenue and they bludgeoned to death Launius Deverell Miller and Barbara Richardson, who was um, the girlfriend of somebody who was targeted but wasn't there, so ended up not being killed. Oh, mm. fuck. Can you imagine that? <clears throat> imagine being a target and you're like, oh, I'm just going to pop out for some cigarettes, come back home. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, God, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. also this idea of the target people being targeted that's conjecture oh okay ba- ba- based okay. on why they think these murders happened the weapons that were used by the killers were a combination of hammers and metal pipes fuck me so that uh, people were just beaten um, right barbara richardson uh, her body was found on the living room floor next to the couch that she'd been sleeping on that night miller was found on uh, her bed and Devero was at the foot of the bed but in an upright position leaning against the tv stand uh, mm-hmm. There was a hammer on the bed, which they assumed was one of the hammers used to kill them. Right. And then Lornius was found beaten to death on the bed with Susan beside him on the floor. And it was Susan surviving, actually, that alerted people to... Because uh, I think uh, next door, some people heard her moaning. Uh, ah, furni- furni- furniture movers. So And also, over 12 hours later, at 4pm. So oh, at 4pm, wow. furniture movers <gasps> were working at the house next door and they heard yeah. her moaning and they went to investigate. I'm so glad she doesn't remember this because imagine lying yeah, there t- yeah. for 12 Shit. hours and thinking, having it all. no one's going to find yeah. me, I'm going to die like everyone else. Yeah. Like those so, um, people who, there was a weird documentary I, series I saw called Seconds from Disaster where this woman tells mm-hmm. her a survival story of how this mall basically collapsed on her and she was oh like underneath God. this thing. Like oh, it collapsed on a lot of other people but she's one of the survivors. And she's lying like in this little hole and they were like little rainwater was coming in through this pipe and she that's how she survived for three days she remembers oh, every God. moment of oh. it and it's like yeah that's yeah. awful that's an awful thing to so mm. yeah like wow she forgot this like thank god you know do you remember that uh we, we were talking about it with simon when we did the great molaire mystery oh yeah but, the guys who survived yeah that, that, that right. but that that oh, woman that survived and ended up in the jungle mm. and then didn't want to steal the boat and then like she mm. was um, oh yeah yeah Amazing. The reason that it took so long was because at the time of the murder, this is how they can pinpoint it to 3am, neighbours did afterwards report hearing loud screams at around 3am, but no right. one called the police. The reason for that is because that house was a notorious party house. Oh, um, okay. And also, okay. it's worth pointing out at this point that the people that were killed were a, a gang and associated people. like They were drug I dealers. See. Uh, and they right. were called the Wonderland Gang. I don't know whether that's a name retrospectively given to them, but they, w- they right, were right, a gang. Right. So they'd have drug-fueled parties that would often include loud, violent, screaming, disruptive noise, people losing their shit. Um, oh, so when okay. Because I was going to say, like, four people getting beaten by pipes is loud, yeah. and uh, people would call the police. But they're like, ah, yeah. it's those goddamn gang members again. Yeah. We should really move out of here, Henry. Shut up, the house prices are cheap. <laughs> I think they're really nice. when they heard all of this they just assumed another party was taking place and do you know what do you know what i don't blame them for it if it happened all the time they'd just be like oh there there goes number 12 again yeah right right right. yeah that's it isn't it it's it's so crazy that crying wolf thing because it's there's truth to it isn't there it's nuts Mm -hmm. yeah yeah there were two also two other people that were supposed to have been 
targeted who were part of this gang and part of this is it a drug mm. ring it's not really I, there were people that dealt drugs basically yeah um uh, so the the two other people that would uh, that were targeted were a guy called David Lind and there was Tracy McCourt. David Lind of the uh, Lind chocolate uh, fame, of course. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Lind of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, uh, so David Lind wasn't there because he was he was taking drugs with a prostitute in a motel. Uh, I thought you were going to say he was mm. making chocolate. <laughs> He's he was a master chocolatier. <laughs> he did have some downtime, Masood. Uh, and McCourt, yes. McCourt was at his own house as well. Oh, so okay. Linda McCourt weren't there. They weren't. They weren't murdered. I mean, they mm. they both have since died, but not. And that's who the call out was for. It was supposed to hit. The hit was for these two. I guess they assume. They assume. Uh, and again, right? But basically, this is all conjecture because it's sort of like just this brutal murder trying to piece together why it happened and who did it led them down some different paths. Mm. Sure. Okay. The detective that were leading it were called Tom Lang and Robert Souza. Uh, Lang and Souza. Oh, that's a good, that's a good, <laughs> those are good TV cop names. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Lang and they um, very quickly traced it back to a robbery that had been committed two days before mm. by Lornius, Deverell, Lind and McCourt. Oh, shit. So those four robbed somebody. Yeah. And the person they robbed right. was a guy called Eddie Nash, mm. who was a nightclub ah. owner, restaurant mm-hmm. owner, and also a convicted money launderer and drug dealer. Eddie Yeah, Nash. he was sort of, he was always on the periphery of a lot of crimes, one of those. Yeah. Things. Oh, I see. Okay. But he's not, he's not like, um, what's his name? Not like Jack Ruby, who wanted to be oh, one of those people. Jack Ruby. <laughs> he was, oh, he was God. actually... That one of those guys. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm. Right, right. They ripped him off, basically. Okay, uh, fuck. They um, yeah. they committed, and they the word here is brutal. So they committed mm. a brutal home invasion and armed robbery at Eddie Nash's home, and it resulted mm. in Eddie Nash's bodyguard being shot and injured. Oh shit! Mm. Is that one of those jobs that they like drive away from? They're like, we really shouldn't have done that. We really shouldn't have roughed <laughs> them up like that. That was that was that was pretty rough, man. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, that was that was too much. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a bit I, much. I don't know about the way we carry on, <laughs> yeah. if I'm honest. Did you really have to kick the dog? I don't know. I just, I, it, the moment took me. That was just, that was uncalled for. I thought it would make me look like a bad guy. Yeah. I, and it did, but not in the way I wanted. Yeah, more in the way that I feel really bad about doing it. It just, this robbery. Yeah, so that it was um, perpetrated by the Wonderland gang. Mm. And they mm-hmm. run an operation out of this rented townhouse where the murders would then happen two days later. So the leader of the gang was Ron Launius, whose wife was the one that survived. Second in command was Deverell. Uh, and then there was Deverell's girlfriend, Joy Miller. And she was the one who was the leaseholder for the house that they all operated out of. Can you imagine being a leaseholder on a gang house? You'd be like, oh, <laughs> just, just don't break anything. Please, just try not to break anything. I know. It's filthy in here. Um, <laughs> Come and be so, like, my God, it's like you guys are, what did I let a biker gang in here? You did. Oh. There's laundry detergent everywhere. Well, I mean. <laughs> what is this, Daz or Shine? I don't know. It must be unscented. Are you going to get your clothes smelling autumn fresh like this? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't. Listen, guys, listen, guys, listen, guys, guys. <laughs> Pay the... <laughs> All right, okay, here's what we do. We'll sell... The laundry detergent. Think about it. Right? It's really good. I got this. I got this idea for a new business. I got this idea. Right? Okay. Let's set it up together. That, that is basically the scene at the end of Boogie Nights. Well. 
when the murders happened and the two detectives, Lang and Souza, they were like, oh, well, let's go and search Eddie Nash's house, mm. uh, which they did. They found a million dollars worth of cocaine. Fuck. Oh, my God. A million dollars. Pablo Escobar didn't keep a million dollars worth of cocaine on his property. Are you fucking crazy? A million dollars. I know. (laughs) That's ridiculous. What what would you say that is? I'd say that's about a million dollars worth of cocaine Mm. sitting right there. Mm. No, it's laundry detergent. (laughs) My clothes are really dirty. Um, go wash all the blood. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How else do you think I wash this money? Something else that also caught their eye was apparently <laughs> something stolen from the Wonderland house. Oh, implying, of course, then that somebody who worked for Nash, if not Nash himself, had been at the Wonderland house. Right. So Nash was implicated, and they went to his house. But then Nash threw another name into the mix, which mm. is probably why a lot of people know about the Wonderland murders and probably why it forms a, th- a strand of Boogie Nights because mm-hmm. not only did it happen in, in Los Angeles, uh, there is a showbiz element because one of the people that Nash said uh, had been involved in the initial robbery where he got ripped off, he reckoned that porn star John Holmes was Hanging dog really long. <laughs> with, with, with the Wonderland gang that he'd been... Uh, so yeah, Nash suspected that John Holmes had been involved because he'd been at Nash's house three times on the morning of the robbery. <laughs> what? <laughs> at John which Holmes time Holmes had left the sliding door open. Oh, right. And then right, so okay. Nash sent his... Nash needs some laundry powder. My clothes are uh, real dirty. <laughs> you know what I'm gross. talking about, huh? <laughs> Got cum all over him. <laughs> <laughs> now wait a second. Do you need actual laundry detergent? Or cocaine, because I have and both, just like but I just need to know. Come street clothes, like look. Just, I'm covered. I'm covered <laughs> in clum. I'm covered. <laughs> I'm streaked, mate. I'm fucking streaked. Can you help oh. me out, please? Actually, oh. do you know what? That looks kind of cool. I reckon. I reckon in the nineties, early two thousands, that effect on jeans is going to catch on. <laughs> That's going to look really good. People are like that. <laughs> yeah, it'll be in... right down to the boot cut. Oh my well. god, it'll be in Tammy Girl, everything. <laughs> so Nash sent his bodyguard, the one that had been injured, to go and get Holmes for questioning. Not official questioning. Nash no. wanted him to question. Oh fucking um, hell! So the the bodyguard then found John Holmes walking around Hollywood wearing one of uh, Eddie Nash's rings and then was oh. like, were you involved? Yeah. And then brought him back. Stupid, right, stupid right, right. John Holmes. That's so, that's so dumb. Hey, check this out. Where'd you get it? I got it from Eddie Nash. Are you, are you he serious? He's it. looking for you. <laughs> hey, Holmes, stick to having sex. I can't even get it up anymore. <laughs> it's my big dick. We're going to go now. <laughs> <laughs> There was another showbiz connection here as well, because a guy called Scott Thorson had been in Nash's house to buy drugs. He claimed he witnessed Holmes being tied to a chair, repeatedly punched and having his family threatened until he revealed who had robbed Eddie Nash. Um, Scott Thorson, you might be like, who the fuck's Scott Thorson? He was Liberace's ex-boyfriend. Oh, Oh, shit. Matt Damon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I love also that that's happening in the front room of Eddie Nash's house. And and Scott Lawson just sat there and just like, who robbed my fucking house? (laughs) (laughs) Who robbed my fucking house? Um, I can come back later if this is is a bad time. No, no, no. It'd be like, oh, my God, is that? That's John Holmes, isn't it? That's John Holmes. <laughs> it's on Big Dick Holmes. So cool. Oh, my God. 
Sit the fuck down. You know when you're used to seeing somebody like, you know, doing what they do and then you see And then here they are. You see them sitting there in real life just getting fucked. You look so much shorter than you do in Choker Slut 6. He's got way less teeth in real life. He does. Can I stick, can I get a photo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Scott Thorson is uh, obviously known for his relationship and the fact that he sued Liberace. But he's, uh, since 2008, Scott Thorson has had multiple convictions. He's been an inmate of the Nevada prison uh, since January 2014. Mm. Oh, shit. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Huh. Hmm. His life didn't turn out how he'd hoped, probably, <laughs> when he was banging Liberace, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting loads of plastic surgery on Liberace's dime. Oh. Yeah, I think it was to do with like credit card fraud, the reason he's in prison. I'm not going to look into it too much because he not, he's not re- he's incidental to this case. Mm. Okay, yeah. Uh, but also, I, I just think it's sort of like cool that he's there to buy drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I, um, I saw John Holmes being beaten, being interrogated about the robbery. <laughs> so, like, and what were you doing there? I was buying... Dr- um, I was, yeah. um, I was picking up my laundry. Visiting a sick friend. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, Tom Lang and Robert Sousa were on the case, Lang and Sousa. Yeah. We should call him Lang and Sousa. Lang and Sousa. Because I'm, I'm now picturing oh. Sousa as like this hard, hard, hard-boiled LAPD dick. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Lang. I've got a, a crate full of donuts and a head for crime. You're wearing the L.A. Noir outfit. You got like the tie, <laughs> three-piece suit with the hat. Shit brown as like, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit, shit brown, brown suit, three-piece suit with a shit brown. Hat. <laughs> I'm like, come yeah, on. She's, and like all of all of this internalized misogyny is just coming it out of her mouth like poison. It pours from me. It pours from me like poop from Trump's ass. You're smacking people with phone books and only bruises, <laughs> shouting in their faces. I can see it now. You'd feel much better if you told me the truth. <laughs> That's it. I like the idea of this sort of like big six foot six detective Tom Lang is the good cop and five foot one <laughs> Suze Kepner is the bad cop. Marching in bad in my suit. Oh, you don't want to piss off, oh. Suze. And they're like, this? This is who you told me i got to be afraid of? And I'm like, sit down and shut the fuck up. Hey, ain't you supposed to, ain't you supposed to record these, uh, these interviews? Puts your hat down. <clears throat> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be a great lifestyle. Also, when they were on the case uh, and they heard about this, who became a person of interest? John Holmes. Gotcha. Of course. Initially, 
can't understand why because it feels like he ripped off Nash. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, he's walking around with his fucking rings. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> like, like, let's say the the, the 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 logic there, like on the surface, baffles me because it's like, well, if he was involved in the robbery of Eddie Nash mm. and he dobbed in the Wonderland Gang, why would he then go and kill him? Mm. Yeah. But it turns out that maybe they don't think he did it. Maybe they think he just knows something about mm-hmm. it. Oh, okay, right. Because his left palm print was found at the crime scene. Now, it's a house that people went to, and he obviously knew them. Yeah. Because if they yeah. if they robbed the house, then he'd helped them do yeah. it. They knew each yeah. other. He, he would, and he probably bought stuff from them before or whatever. He'd been to that house before. Yeah. So this connection and the fact that his left palm print was found at the crime scene, yeah. like in the actual room, not just the house. And also... I might suggest that there's, there could be a reason why a porn star's handprint is on the headboard of a bed. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, just... Just throwing it out there. There's a few reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, this was enough for him to be arrested and charged with four counts of murder in 1982. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, John Holmes. Uh, wait a minute, they were all beaten <gasps> with something long and hard. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? He went in there with pipes. He went in there with pipes. (laughs) The prosecutor was a man named Ron Cohen. He was attempting to prove that Holmes was actually a willing participant who'd betrayed the Wonderland gang after not getting a full share of the loot from the Nash robbery. Mm. Oh, so he's like, hey, where's my money? And then he beat them to death with his dick. (laughs) They have to like find motive sometimes mm. <laughs> so yeah. that feels a little bit like yeah well you know willing participant when he could have just been like yeah i'll take you to them and then was there when they then fucking did what they did and he was just like ah. <laughs> <laughs> this idea that it's like willing participant that is a reach yeah that's i mean but that's the law isn't it when you're trying yeah, to prosecute yeah. somebody that's what you're doing you're just getting anything yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. i have to prosecute i'm the prosecutor it's in my fucking dis- job description <laughs> um anyway uh uh, Holmes had a court-appointed uh, defense lawyer uh, called Earl Hansen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had two, actually. Earl Hansen and Mitchell Eagers. Mm-hmm. Eagers. Hey, oh. it's me, Eagers. I'm so excited to solve this case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we pulled Eagers for our, oh, uh, our attorney. Oh, God, so, his name is so on the nose. And Igus is like, what did you say? You need me to go get your coffee, then solve a case? <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> they successfully presented John Holmes as one of the victims who'd been forced by the killers to give them entry to the house where the murders took place. So after a three-week trial, which was heavily publicised, and I would wager that John mm. Holmes probably became more famous because of this, because mm. oh. he was like, even though he was a... I don't think everybody knew porn very well. No, <laughs> no it was still on fucking reel-to-reel yeah. videos. It's very, back yeah. very, very underground, tapes, yeah. underground film. Yeah, scene. it's not so like, I, oh, it's Clark Gable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, uh, it would it, for a while, I imagine, to most people, it would have been like, uh, oh my god, this porn star's been uh, yeah. arrested for the murder, and then yeah. people would be like, oh, did you hear that John Holmes has been arrested? Uh, who, 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 what do you mean? Uh, How do you know his name? Yeah. How do you know his name? Oh no, yeah. I, just, I read it in a newspaper. I read it in yeah. a newspaper. <laughs> I, yeah. I just, I just, I know his name because I read it in a newspaper. Yeah, like, yeah you sure you didn't stick around for the credits? Is that you sure you didn't? That's yeah. <laughs> now nah, they've cleaned up by then. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> cleaned up by then. Oh dear. They cleaned up the mess. Oh. They got all that detergent. I've mopped up my Worcestershire sauce, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I folded the tracing paper and I put it in the <laughs> Anyway, he was acquitted of all criminal charges in June. Mm. 
So he was charged in March and then he was acquitted in June mm-hmm. 1982. Whoa. He still had to go to jail for contempt of court because he wouldn't testify or cooperate. Oh, shit. Okay. How long is a contempt of court sentence? How well, long the, are you in He court? spent 110 days in jail, which is what, like four months almost? And how many counts of contempt of court is that? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay, that's nuts, though. That's a lot. That's a lot of jail time yeah. for not saying anything. Well, he refused to testify. That might be one reason he was in contempt of court. Yeah. And then refusing to cooperate. It's probably two or three. I don't know. So I, imagine, I imagine it's like 50 days or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts. Wouldn't even say he wasn't there. Wouldn't even say... Wouldn't He would. He just stayed silent. Now, he's already been beaten. If you believe Liberace's ex-boyfriend, he's already been beaten by Eddie Nash. Yeah. He might be frightened. And also had his family threatened. He might be like frightened of what they're going to do. So he was like, let's say Eddie Nash did do it. But all evidence is pointing that way. Mm. John Holmes is going to not say anything. He's like, of yeah, course. So, well, like four months in prison. Yeah, right. Glad yeah, of the rest, right. to be honest. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I could give my dick a rest. Um, or Woody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Masood, Woody is another name for it. Oh, <laughs> <evil>. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> not long after the murders, but before he was charged, John Holmes' first wife, Sharon, she said that Holmes had told her he'd known the people in the Wonderland house and that he'd been there shortly before the murders. Now, that's obviously borne out by the fact that his handprint was yeah. there. Yeah. But she wouldn't say anything else to the police. But maybe he didn't tell her anything else, you know? Wow. That is a weird thing. Hey, by the way, if the police come asking, I do know the one line people and I have been to that house. <laughs> Anything else you want to tell me? Nope. Just those two things. Those are all the facts. <laughs> I think he was in his 40s, uh, but he, yes. he, he died in the late 80s. He died yeah. in 1988 as a result of AIDS complications. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, that was six years after he was acquitted. Uh, one month before he died, two detectives visited him at, um, at the hospital to question him again what he knew about the murders but they couldn't get anything out of him and when I say that he was babbling incoherently oh Jesus even on his deathbed he wasn't healthy or well enough to be able to answer their questions about whether or not he'd taken part in the murders and he couldn't even divulge anything else about his very convenient (laughs) yeah Mm, I think so sure it was was awful yeah 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 fucking hell so I also I mean I'm not I'm not keen on the cops Going to his on his deathbed, they're like, "Yo, yeah, no, it's a hey. bit gross, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, quite long crass. Anything you want to mm. say? Yeah, you might call me a crazy tin hat conspiracy theorist, but all I'm saying is, what if Eddie Nash um, created the AIDS virus uh, <laughs> uh, to uh, mm. to silence John Holmes? So that we'd all wear six masks. years after, uh, six <laughs> years after the uh, the case had been yeah. uh, thrown out, and he wasn't any in danger <laughs> at all of being arrested. Yeah, yeah, just saying, yeah. just saying. He, <laughs> he actually put the virus on those rings that he stole from his house, and that's how he got it. It's a slow-acting virus, and yeah. uh, also uh, Ronald, Ronald Reagan started uh, sold crack to, to the fucking ghetto. Uh, AIDS is very famously transferred through the skin via metal. So, yes, like yes. we all know. Yeah, that. we, we know, know that now. They didn't know that in the eighties, but we know that no. now. Here's the thing: one month after he died, mm-hmm. that same wife, Sharon gave another interview, this time to the Los Angeles Times. And she said that apparently, on the morning of July the 1st, just before the murders took place, Holmes came to her house with blood on his clothing, told her that he was at a murder, and recounted how he led three thugs to the tightly secured drug house on Wonderland Avenue, escorted them in, and stood by as they bludgeoned the five people inside, splattering him with blood. Now, isn't that... (laughs) Just let me know when you guys are done, I'll let you out and lock up behind (laughs) you, okay? Thanks, guys. She never said that while he was alive. 
possibly a couple of reasons. She could have been protecting him. Why say mm. anything at all yeah. Uh, well, yeah. in that first interview? So that also then just saying, well, he's dead now, so I can say yeah. what I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a chance that she might have been like, because well, Eddie Nash, is Eddie Nash still around at this point? When she Eddie Nash was still around at this point. And did he know of it's her? It's almost like you know what I'm about to say. I mean, say. he threatened her family. So. <laughs> ah. Two years after um, Holmes died and two years after she gave this interview in the Los Angeles Times, so this is 1990, Nash was then charged in California State Court with having planned the murders and his bodyguard, who had gone to get Holmes, do you remember, after yeah. the robbery, oh, yeah. and also the one that had been shot and injured in the initial robbery, they were both mm. charged. Uh, Nash with having planned it and uh, Dials, the bodyguard, for having been a participant. Mm. Oh, shit. And Thorson, Liberace's ex-boyfriend, who knew he was going to come yeah. back, yeah. <laughs> he testified against them. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I was just going to go pick up some laundry detergent, <laughs> you know, uh, that I usually get from Eddie. And then and, and John Holmes is sitting there. And I was like, I know that guy. I, was like, I don't want to get a picture. When I, when I read that earlier, that he, like, I was like, oh, bloody hell, Thorson's back. Um, it, was like, <laughs> yeah. it was like a returning character from season one showing up. It's like in Walking <laughs> Dead when that guy who's in the very first series, he shows up in like season six and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I thought he was dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The trial ended with a hung jury vote. Yeah, John Holmes, but yeah, John, John Holmes, as, or as we call it, a John Holmes jury. <laughs> well, actually, it, the, the 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 vote was eleven to one in favour of conviction, so I would call it a well hung jury. Yeah. Hey, yellow, uh, ring a ding ding, ring a ding, ring a ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then there was a second trial in 1991 that ended in acquittal. Oh, okay. So they were both let off as well. Fuck! Uh, this is Nash. why it's technically unsolved because nobody, nobody. Yeah, they, they just keep slipping through the justice mm. net. So, um, which is what I'm going to call the justice system from now the on, the justice net. net. So that was in 1991, that second trial where they were both acquitted. No one went down for the Wonderland murders. Fuck! So okay, John Holmes died of age-related uh, complications. Yeah. Uh, in 1988, 1997, Dials, who was the who was Nash's bodyguard, he died from liver failure. You might be thinking, well, what happened to Nash? Mm. Hey? Yeah. What happened to Nash? In 2000, a four-year joint investigation between local and federal authorities, they cooperated. Nash was arrested and indicted on federal charges <gasps> under the Racketeer Influenced and Corruption Organizations Act for running a drug trafficking and money laundering operation. Oh, they got him on a RICO charge. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> did. But not only that, he was arrested for that and, again, conspiring to carry out the Wonderland murders and yes. bribing the sole holdout juror of his first trial. Because do you remember it was 11 to 1 for conviction? Oh. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god uh, yeah so he was uh, yeah he was arrested for bribing that that juror that wow. juror at this Fuck point god. he was in his 70s and he had emphysema and other other, other um, ailments oh. so he agreed to a plea bargain in September 2001 oh dear ah okay he admitted to bribe it. he admitted it he admitted bribing that first mm. holder in the in the first trial he paid her fifty thousand dollars jesus christ i'd it. take jesus. it in 1980 yeah I and he pled guilty to the rico charges and to money laundering wow so he was basically just going what? did all of this yeah i did that yeah. he admitted to having ordered his associates to retrieve stolen property from the wonderland house but he denied having planned murders. Uh, so the murders are technically still un. He, technically he admitted still to every single thing except for the fact I did not ask them to kill them. Yeah, I did not okay. plan the murders. Yeah. Because he admitted everything else, he went to prison. Right. 
Hmm. He received for a, week. a four and a half he year. Died. He received a four and a half year prison sentence and hmm. a quarter of a million dollar fine. Kind but I mean, that was it. only that was only a quarter of the amount of cocaine he had around in nineteen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Also, he'd spent twenty years since these murders as a free man, and it happened in September two thousand and one yeah. when there was a lot of shit going on in America. There, I don't know if you yeah. remember. So but, the story so probably I never got covered. Remember it being pretty. If you want to talk a bit more about Eddie Nash. Mm. He was born in 1929, so obviously he was in his 70s by the mm. time this happened. Uh, he only mm. died six years ago. Oh, wow. He was 85. Did he die in jail? Wow. Uh, he went down for all, of the, uh, for all of that. Three years, three and a half years after the Wonderland murders, September the 6th or 7th, 1984, <laughs> Yeah. Nash's former lover, Maureen mm. Bautista, and her son, Telesforo. Telesforo? <laughs> They were stabbed to death by a Hells Angels biker called Garceau. Uh, Garceau was turned into the police after he murdered Greg Rambo. Greg <laughs> Rambo. Oh my God. Garceau was turned into the police after he murdered this Greg Rambo uh, because Greg Rambo had helped him dispose of the Bautista's bodies. Right. Rambo's wife, Susan. Susan. <laughs> uh, she knew about the Bautista murders and talked to the police on an agreement of immunity. So that's how they got Garceau. All right. Right. During the trial, Susan Rambo testified that somebody had told her that Nash was Telesforo's father. Nash had paid Garceau to fulfill another contract entirely. He didn't do it so that Nash was out to get him. Right. So that's when he went after his former lover and possibly... His oh, right. So yeah. Nash is like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you, so Rambo. So at trial, <laughs> evidence was presented that Garceau had murdered Batista because she threatened to expose Garceau's drug operations to Nash. And Garceau killed her son because he'd witnessed the, the first murder. Garso right. was convicted of all three murders and he's sentenced to death. Shit, I guess. So that, ha- that went on for Nash not long after the Wonderland murders. Fuck. Wow. Jesus, man. I do not think That's... he died in prison, Nash, because no. he was sentenced to four and a half years in 2001 and he died in 2014. So he's 85. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Only the good die young. <laughs> Can you imagine that though? Like you, he fucking, he basically got away with it. He and did, just didn't got he? A slap, essentially yeah. a slap yeah. on the yeah. wrist. Four years is fuck mm-hmm. all. In Boogie Nights, Alfred Molina plays the character that's based on. Yes. Nash. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's so good, isn't he? I wish that I was Jesse's girl. <laughs> I get a good old woman like that. I am pointing the finger at Eddie Nash as well. Yes. I feel like that. Yeah, I think Occam's razor. Really obviously. Occam's Eddie. razor. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, I, well, he, no, he didn't everything physically else. do it. He didn't physically <laughs> do it. I think he sent people around. He mansoned it. Uh, yeah, because the other thing as well, he was like, yeah. I sent them around to recover my stolen property. I did not ask them to kill anybody. Uh, did you ask them to go around with hammers and uh, pipes? Well, yeah. Yeah, did, did you know, rough I them up a bit. Uh, teach them a lesson. <laughs> did you say teach them a lesson? Yeah, I said teach them a lesson. And then I winked. And then I winked again. <laughs> what is What does that mean? I don't know. It's not my fault they misinterpreted it. It's a lesson. Yeah, a lesson. You know, a lesson. A lesson. A lesson. Mm. Yeah, it's it does seem you're right, Chris. It does seem really odd that he it's like you sent them there with pipes and with hammers to get your stuff back. Couldn't you have asked them for your stuff back? You're you're a fucking gangster. Or you're a money launderer at least. You know dangerous people. Yeah. Just send someone around to go, You better give Eddie his stuff back or he's gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I mean, and the other thing as well is it's they're they're a gang. Yeah. It's that that alone kind of throws it away in terms of like the police investigating it slightly. I mean, because I think they're a fucking terrible outfit by the sound of it. Yeah. But sometimes hmm. uh, Lornius, who is the leader, is um, yeah. referred to as a kingpin, drug kingpin. Right. And who, who had mm. a hold over John Holmes because he had a massive debt to Lornius. Massive debt? Yes. Okay, yeah, sorry, that's what you said. Okay, yeah, yeah. Holmes, you filthy dick. I had a 13-inch <laughs> debt. <laughs> they like to throw it around. Yeah. Over his shoulder. Some people try and paint the picture that Holmes... Because uh, Holmes did have to stop working as much as he did because he had chronic impotence because he was addicted to free basing cocaine. Yeah. Um, ah, yes. <laughs> uh, and I think, I think that then he, people are saying, oh, he had a, That'll do he it. Had a, he had a debt to Lornius, who was the leader of the Wonderland gang, and mm. to sort of like placate them, help them plan this robbery of Nash's house. That's mm. th- 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 Those are how people put those chess pieces together. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that isn't true, but the fact of the matter is, is that Holmes knew Nash and was also at the Wonderland gang's house at some point. Mm. So Yeah, and the fact that his ex-wife was like, oh no, he was definitely there and they all got murdered yeah, and he yeah. just waited by the front door. <laughs> I'm just going to close the door now. You do whatever. I'm going to turn my back. Whatever you guys do in there, nothing to do with me. There is also the possibility that the people that Nash sent did get carried away because yeah. the, the LAPD did say that the crime scene was bloodier than the, the Manson family Manson, murders. Yeah. So a premeditated murder would be like, right, we'll just like whack him over the head a couple of times and get out, yeah. get the stuff and get out. Or like a planned at least. Would, wouldn't be like... Okay, I think they're dead. No, no. Keep going. Oh, stop. Keep stop. Going. He's already <laughs> dead. There is the possibility that they did go too far and they worked outside their orders. Gotcha. But I yeah. do think that Nash is responsible for sending people around there to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, unequivocally, I think also his his admittance of guilt is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, a, that's a smoking gun. Right? I admit to every single thing except for telling them to kill them. <laughs> the bad one. Yeah. What was the bad one? The murder. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, do that. that. Was the one yeah, 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 idea that he was like, oh yeah, no, but I bribed that holdout on the jury yeah. in the first yeah. trial, though. Totally did that. Of course, yeah. I bribed the jury. Why... I was innocent of the murder. <laughs> I mean, wait, what? <laughs> like 11, 11 to one. If he hadn't bribed that juror, he'd have gone down. Yeah. Fucking hell. Jail for you. Oh well, thanks, Chris. Yeah. I quite enjoyed that. It's a, it's a crazy case, isn't it? It's one of those ones where. It's sort of like I've heard about the Wonderland murders, obviously, because you spoke mm. about it, and I have seen Boogie Nights. Yeah. Mm. But it's not something I've ever really looked into. And I didn't really know the full extent of John Holmes's involvement in it, just that he was on the periphery somehow. He seems like a quite key, a key player, person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking crazy. Is there anything in the archives about the Wonderland murders, Suze, that you yes. found? Yes. Is there yeah. anything uh, in the old So, as we've deduced, Eddie Nash certainly ordered the murders, but uh, we mm. don't know how she did them. Or do we? <laughs> Here's who did it. We're Armands and Champagne. We've got a job to do. And we're doing it for Eddie. He's, He's the, the man, man with a plan. He's cuter than cute. Come on, Armands. we got to get ready. He told us to fix things, whatever it takes. In return we get loads of cash Then we go back to his place And get frickin' baked We'll do anything for Eddie Nash Ooh, Wonderland 
Let's serve up some justice the way it was planned. Ooh, Wonderland, where Eddie's girls and you're gonna get slammed. They're dead as hell, our work here is done. Eddie is gonna be thrilled. It was quick, easy, and most of all fun. Don't mess with almonds and champagne. Or you'll get killed. There we go. That was arms and champagne. Oh, terrible, oh, terrible oh. admission of guilt. Uh, although so I brazenly guilt, releasing it as I a single. Know, and they don't. Feel, Absolutely. Those bitches don't feel guilty. They're like stat. No. They're like statute of limitations, baby. And I, it's not a thing. But the police also are like, oh, I don't want to touch them. They're disgusting. Yeah. That was the name of their. They released that was the name of their that tour that year, year, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. the name their of their 1982 tour? Oh, we did it. Yeah, they they wrote a book called "If I Did It," and the "if" was crossed out. <laughs> yeah, not e- not even in a faded font. No, just no, they just flat out. They crossed it out, and the picture of them on the front was them just like gi- giving the finger and like. Mm-hmm. The finger. Weren't they chased the really slowly in their mobility scooters down the? <laughs> yeah, but it's weird. They stand up on the seats and they like lean over and they're like, "Woo!" <laughs> like kids doing. BMX yeah, they're like that, they, and they they like do wheelies on the scooters and stuff. They're crazy. Those oh bitches are crazy. Uh, you can find us on all the social media. Uh, we're on Mystery on the Rock, spelt R-O-X, um, on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on Twitch, uh, Mystery on the Rocks, spelt R-O-C-K-S. Uh, we do live streams on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Um, you can also email us if, you know, you live in the fucking early 2000s. Yeah, what is this? University? Yeah. You can email us at mystery on the rock spelled R-O-C-K-S at gmail.com. Do send us an email, actually. It'd be quite nice. Um, nice they're nice a, to receive, read, and dismiss. Nice to get an email. <laughs> yes. You can also find these guys on any sort of social media. Suze? I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Suze Kempner. And you're on social media as... Oh, twitter.com slash UK. And Chris? I am on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Chris underscore Stokes. Um, and I am on Twitter... There's an extra underscore, so get a pen. Uh, uh, at underscore Chris underscore Stokes. Nice one. And I'm uh, twitch.tv slash Masood Miles and Twitter um, um, at Masood Miles. All one word. Awesome. Do follow us on Twitch because uh, we probably have to do yes. more stuff more. on it now because of lockdown. Because <laughs> of because of two lock, two down. Two lock down, two furious. Yes. Um, we'll, 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 we'll figure some exciting stuff out. Yeah. Keep, keep yes. them peeled. Guys, keep eyes open, your eyes. wide awake. Not your pants. No, don't, don't Holmes this. Don't, don't Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm. 